Saugatuck Trailblazers High School football is on the air. Tonight's game on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com is presented in part by the Saugatuck Athletic Boosters, OK Tire Stores, Sales, Heating and Cooling, and Central Park Law. Trailblazer football is also presented by Glenda's Lakewood Flowers, Van Weir and Hardware, and Russ's Restaurants. Now let's go to the field for Saugatuck Trailblazers High School football on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Good evening, everybody, from new home of Galesburg Augusta football, home of the Rams Stadium, New Masco Field. It's Saugatuck High football on the Lake Shores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com as the undefeated Trailblazers take on the host Galesburg Augusta Rams in the Southwest Athletic Conference Valley League action. Along with Brent Allen, our producer, my name is Gary Stevens. Glad to be back in the saddle, at least for one week, as we bring you a Saugatuck team looking for their seventh straight victory going up against a Galesburg-Augusta Ram team that is one and 1-5. But they've been pointing to this game for a long, long time. Not just because it's Saugatuck, whom they beat last year, but have lost the previous five meetings against and managing just a single touchdown in the process. But this is a new home. Uh, Maskell Field on the uh, elementary school campus had been the home of the Rams for decades. It was the home when the Rams were state power in the 1960s, but it's been lean time for Galesburg-Augusta football since then, a bond issue a couple of years ago failed by a slim margin, but a bond issue most recently, and I believe it was last year, passed, and they're able to build a new football track facility on the Galesburg Augusta High campus, and it is a field turf facility, whereas Old Basco Field was a grass facility and just as two of Saugatuck's previous three visits here to Galesburg, it's wet. It is rainy. And with that field turf, it should not be an issue about uh, traction and footing for the players tonight. As I mentioned, the Saugatuck Trailblazers are a perfect 6-0 in the season. They're coming off a 42-14 victory over the Panthers at Delton Kellogg as Will Doucette ran for three touchdowns. And Matt Harderink ran for a score and threw a touchdown pass to Cass Stanberry, who also ran for a touchdown. Saugatuck has been very impressive. 14 points against Delton Kellogg. Third time this season an opponent has scored 14 on the Trailblazers. But that's been the high water mark. Saugatuck has had the offense going well. The tight win at Union City three weeks ago at 15-14 was their lowest offensive output. But 25, 49, 21, 15, 60, and 42 points. It harkens back to the days when Saugatuck was indeed a power in the Southwestern Athletic Conference and, of course, made the trek to the Division uh, 7 uh, state championship game at the uh, Ford Field against Paloma Westphalia. Could this team make a similar run? Well, 
There are two tough challenges ahead for the Trailblazers. But we aren't going to talk too much about the games at home with Lawton and Schoolcraft just now because Saugatuck is not going to take the Galesburg-Augusta Rams lightly because a year ago, Galesburg-Augusta pinned a 54-0 win over the Trailblazers at Jarvis Memorial Field. We'll talk about that and how things have changed in a year's time for the Trailblazer program. As we mentioned, Galesburg-Augusta just 1-5. Their win three weeks ago here against Homer. One of only three home games that Galesburg-Augusta has had this season. This will be the third and final one. And Galesburg-Augusta coming off a 68-21 loss at Lawton this past Friday night. More about the series and a little bit of a look around the Southwestern Athletic Conference when we continue as we count down to Saugatuck High Football at the new home of Galesburg Augusta football, home of the Ram Stadium, New Masco Field, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. OK Tire Stores are here to help you get ready for the change of seasons. OK Tire Stores have been fixing cars since 1965. That's nearly 60 years of dependable service fixing tires and more. And because they've been around for so long, OK Tire Stores know what they're looking for and have stayed on top of modern cars and the latest technology and tools to keep your vehicle in great running condition. OK Tire Stores also does more than simply tires. They can handle computer diagnostics, air conditioning, alignment, suspension work, and much, much more. OK Tire Stores offer efficient and thorough assistance, and their technicians work hard to give you honest feedback about what your car needs. So trust OK Tire Stores to provide friendly and professional service and to help you get ready for fall. You can find OK Tire Stores around West Michigan with locations in Holland, Hamilton, and Zealand, and also online at OKTireStores.net. Sargaduck High football as the Trailblazers take on the Rams of Galesburg, Augusta at the new home of the Rams, home of the Rams Stadium, New Maskell Field. Ceremonies inaugurating the new facility tonight while the Sargaduck Trailblazers warm up at the uh, south goal to our right under the auspices of Coach Bill Dunn. It's been a tough year for Galesburg Augusta in football after a 3-5 and five record last year, splitting four games in the Sac Valley. The Rams have fallen down to 1-5 and five on the season. And it will be, well, let's put it this way. The last winning season for Galesburg Augusta football was 2016 when the Rams went 5-4. and four. And, in fact, that's been the only winning season in the last 23 years for Galesburg Augusta football. As I mentioned, a power in the state in the 60s, but they have fallen on some hard times. In fact, 10 and 40 since that last winning season in 2016. But the Rams still have a great overall record, well, a winning overall record of 326, 318, and 2 since 19. 19- 50. It's been a one-sided series. As we mentioned a year ago, Galesburg-Augusta, the Rams went into Jarvis Memorial Field, hung a 54-0 shellacking on Saugatuck, and that was the last game the Trailblazers played last season. The uh, Saugatuck uh, High School did uh, abandon the uh, team 
abandon the rest of the season because of attrition. We got to take a break right now. We'll hear from Coach Bill Dunn in a moment on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Band and 92.7 TheVan.com. If most of your outdoor time is devoted to mowing, fertilizing, trimming, and planting, it's time to call Bosch's Landscaping and Lawn Services. Leave the work to Bosch's Landscaping and Lawn Specialties. They can do it all so you can spend your time outdoors on family gatherings, cookouts, or just plain relaxing. Call Bosch's today at 616-399-6861 and start enjoying summer. Bosch's Landscaping and Lawn Service, 616-399-6861. Welcome back to Soccer Talk High Football on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. I'm Gary Stevens sitting in for Eric Van Swall, and we are in Galesburg, Augusta. Yes, we have made it to the high school for the first time, opening up the brand-new Rams Stadium in Maskell Field. And Coach Bill Dunn on the other end of our phone line in our pregame chat. Bill, glad to be back at least calling one game and... It's good to be able to play in a nice facility. Yes, the old field was nice in Galesburg, Augusta. They had their great teams there. But it's time for a new field, and it's nice to be part of the grand opening. Absolutely. We're uh, very excited, and you bet. We, there's a lot of history in that uh, that old field at Galesburg. And, um, and uh, you know, you always have to transition, as we did uh, with our field here. But we're very excited to go to Galesburg and open up their new field. and. Uh, Play some Friday night football. Sounds good. I hate to bring this up because it is a memory from last year. A year ago, 54 nothing Galesburg wins at Jarvis Memorial Field. Last game of the 22 season, unfortunately, for Saugatuck. What a difference a year makes, Bill. Yep, yep. Uh, we've, uh, you know, last year we had uh, we had issues with numbers and injuries and and trying to keep the program alive, and, and Galesburg, uh, to their credit, had an outstanding team last year. Um, a lot of credit to to their players and coaches and their program. Um, but a year, you know, one year at a time. Uh, this year, uh, we feel good about what we uh, what we're doing currently. And and um, as I said earlier, we have great senior leadership that is guiding and and uh, guiding this program in the right direction. And uh, we're very excited about uh, moving forward. Before we talk a little bit about tonight's game, a little look back on the season so far, I would think two games in particular have really stood out for Saugatuck, the opener against Buchanan and that uh, good win, tough win at Union City. Absolutely. Uh, Buchanan's a bigger school, good program, and again, they took it to us last year. And so, uh, you know, we I think uh, they visited us, we hosted them. And uh, that was a good win. I believe it was 25-13. And uh, that, that was a very good win. And then, of course, the, uh, the, the road victory at Union City. Uh, again, another excellent program. Two 3-0 teams at the time. And, and I don't think they've lost since. Uh, again, a great victory. We had great defense. And uh, we executed uh, a two-point conversion with, uh, less, with about three minutes to go to win that game. And that was, that was a high, definitely. Definitely a high. So, yes, uh, two good uh, victories right there. Let's take a little bit of a look at last week. It's always a challenge to get into Denton, uh, uh, get into Delton Kellogg to uh, play the Panthers. They have a you know a, a home field advantage, a very uh, uh, hostile situation. But you handled the situation very well last week. 
Yeah, they uh, again. They that was another victory or uh, another loss that we had last year. Um, Delton is always big and physical and strong up front, and uh, that challenged our guys. Uh, but uh, there again, uh, you know, I feel our our guys are bigger, faster, stronger uh, this year. And uh, you know, we uh, again, ball security was key, discipline was key. Uh, Will Doucette had a couple of big plays. He had over 100 yards and three touchdowns. And our defense did a great job uh, giving us a short field to work with, which our offense uh, took advantage of. And uh, Matthew was big. Cass was big. And uh, up front, uh, we did a great job offensive line-wise. Yeah, talk a little bit about Will Doucette. What really stands out, looking at the numbers, Bill, eight and a half yards per carry. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's our, he's, I mean, I know I've had different fullbacks, you know, different shapes and sizes, but he's prototype. He's big, physical, great feet, fast. I mean, if he gets in the open areas, he's a tough kid to bring down and he can, he's got speed to break. And, uh, he does the little things as well, right? He blocks well. He, he can catch a pass. He can, he plays great defense, uh, as our defensive end, um, Will does all those little things and has done them in the off season as well as in season to put him in a position to be successful. And I'm and I'm pretty proud of him and, and what he's what he's done and what he's accomplished. And uh, finally, taking a look again at tonight's opponent, the uh, Galesburg Augusta Rams. We talked about the fact that it's going to be in their new facility. Yeah, good team last year. Uh, they're scuffling a little bit this year. Let's, let's be honest with it. Only one win this year. But there's still going to be a challenge, especially the fact that this is their, their last home game and uh, they're building, opening up the new facility. They're going to be up for this game. Absolutely, They're gonna, their energy is going to be high. They're, there's going to be a lot of excitement in the stadium in opening up that new field. But I'll tell you what, the Galesburg kids are going to fight you, and they're going to play hard, and uh, they're going to do their best to uh, to get a victory. And uh, you know we have to we have to look forward to that. We have to be prepared for that, and uh, we don't we don't uh, take anybody for granted. Certainly not the Galesburg kids and their coaching staff. There's a lot of pride there and they're going to give us our best shot. We'll chat with Coach Bill Dunn after the game. It'll be a podcast that will be on our webpage at 927thevan.com. Bill, good luck to you and the Saugatuck Trailblazers tonight. Thank you, Gary, and glad to have you back on board. We'll return to Maskell Field in a moment. This is Saugatuck High Football on the Lakeshore's 927thevan and 927thevan.com. Have you been into CD Exchange lately? They are fully stocked and ready to fill your days with fun family entertainment. CD Exchange buys your old video game systems, records, electronics, CDs, and DVDs. Dust them off, bring them in, and they'll pay you cash on the spot. They are the right place to find high-quality used entertainment. Everything is guaranteed, so stop into CD Exchange today. US 31 in James and Holland and Henry Street in Muskegon. Questions? Stop in to CD Exchange. Back at Masco Field at Galesburg Augusta, and the Rams, who won the opening, uh, won the toss, took the opening kickoff, and has returned it to the 31-yard line. So it'll be with 
11.52 to go in the first quarter. Galesburg Augusta will set up shop first and 10 at their own 31-yard line. Jogging is senior Adam Hubbard. He has he will be the quarterback for the Rams, who will deploy a one wide out to the right, tight end to the left, and a pro set backfield. First play is a run, and not much there. Loss of two on the play to the 29. And we're getting our feet wet here in terms of getting the numbers and who made the stop. The stop for uh, Saugatuck was by uh, Norman Boss. So it'll be second down and 12 from the 29-yard line. We'll get the teams for you as we go along. The pitch on the right side goes to Ben Smeltzer. Around right end, past the 35, past the 40, and he'll get a first down as he goes to the 42-yard line. A good 13-yard gain for Smeltzer, and it's a first down for the Rams at their own 42-yard line. Galesburg Augusta moving from right to left. It's a crosswind, so it will not be. It'll be uh, an even factor for both teams. The Rams are in their home maroon, uh, home uh, burgundy uniforms with gold numerals, burgundy helmets, and white pants. Saugatuck in their all-white road jerseys with royal blue numerals and royal blue helmets. First and ten ball on the right hash at the 42-yard line. The pitch on the right side gets past midfield as the runner, or gets to. We do have a flag on the field. A penalty marker on the play, though, and we'll see what this flag's all about. It was a pitch to the right. Holding call against the Rams, so that'll march him back 10 yards from the spot of the foul. So instead of maybe second down and two the Rams are behind the sticks and they don't want to do that too often they'll go back to their own 32 yard line so it was determined that the uh, uh, the hold was called at the line of scrimmage first and 20 for Galesburg Augusta and the quarterback Hubbard will roll out to the left Gets around one tackler, but can't get around two other trailblazers as he gets past the 35 to the 36-yard line. It's a gain of four on the play, and it'll make it second down and 16 from there. Saugatuck defensively in the front wall. Will Doucette, along with Noah Lankeet Rathbun, Brighton Van Horn, and Shree Patel. Four-man front for Saugatuck. One wide out to the right, tight end to the left. Ball in the left hash. Run up the middle. And it's a good game there by Caden Smeltzer. And Smeltzer gets into Saugatuck territory, close to the first down marker. He might be about a half yard short. It'll be marked at the Saugatuck 49-yard line. Good trap blocking on that play. On the right side is Caden Smeltzer was the ball carrier. And that's a gain of 15 to the 30, the 49 of Saugatuck. It'll be third down and one, the first third down challenge of the night for the Rams. Just underway, two and a half minutes gone, first quarter. 
One wide out to the left. Tight end in a slot right. Saugatuck showing blitz. Handoff up the middle. Second effort will be a first down. Young man named Martin, who was not in our roster provided to us, was the ball carrier. So it'll be a first down for Galesburg Augusta as they get the ball to the Saugatuck 47-yard line, and they convert on a first down. Second first down on their opening drive of the series, of the game. Wide out to the right, slot man to the left. Quarterback Hubbard rolls left. He leads one tackler, gets it inside the 45 to about the 43-yard line. Norman Boss had the initial hit. It's a gain of six, uh, four on the play, second down and six for the Rams. Good opening drive so far for Chuck Hadley's team. Hadley in his third year of guiding the fortunes of the Rams. Five wins in 23 games. Wide out to the left, ball on the left hash. Slot man to the right. Levi Bourne off of right guard, gets it past the 40. They'll mark it, the officials will mark it at the 39. It's a gain of four, and it's another third down opportunity for the Rams as they'll have a third down and two from the 39-yard line. Owen Pfeiffer, the placement kicker. I think they'll be asking a lot if they try to placement kick from here. So this might be two-down territory for the Rams. Man in motion to the left. Hand up, up the middle. Oh, good solid hit for Sagatuck. Martin was the carrier. Landon Miller with the stick. Gain of one on the play, so it's fourth down and one. And in this day and age when um, the metrics and the uh, analytics say that it's more likely you can convert on a fourth down and one, that's exactly what Galesburg Augusta is going to do. Fourth and one from the 38-yard line. Up the middle run, it'll be a... Owen, uh, it will be an Adam Hubbard first down as he took the immediate step and just went right behind his center and got it to the 35-yard line. So it keeps the drive alive. This will be the 10th play of the drive, and it's been all on the ground for the senior quarterback, Adam Hubbard. Chuck Hadley taking no chances right now with the air game. Wide out to the right is Connor Bortolucci. He is a senior. Handoff goes to Levi Bourne, but he's hit in the backfield. Couldn't clear the right end. And he'll be dropped for maybe a yard loss to the 36. Second down and 11 from there. A long 11. We'll mark it at the 37. So we'll say it's second down and 12. Second down plays have really hurt Saugatuck in this initial drive by the Rams. They've been able to get good yardage on their second down play. Ball on the right hash, wide out to the right. Up the running back. Missed the count, did a little 
jump step ahead, and that's a fast five yards against Galesburg Augusta Rams second penalty for for uh, 15 yards. So now put the ball on the Saugatuck 42, 6:18 to go first quarter. Good opening drive for Galesburg Augusta. They wanted the ball. They wanted to try to keep it out of Saugatuck's hands. And so far, this drive has been successful in doing so, especially in time of possession. On second down and 17, handoff up the middle, not much there. Levi Bourne, the junior, was the ball carrier. He gets stuffed back at the line of scrimmage at the 42. No gain on the play, third down and 17 from there. And we'll see if uh, Chuck Hadley will have Lee, uh, Lee, um, Adam Hubbard go to the air for the first time tonight. Steady rain falling here at the home of the Rams Stadium, New Maskell Field. Field turf here and the inaugural game. Play clock at four. We'll see if they can get it off. We do have play clocks, they do. Hubbard will roll right. Hubbard around one tackler gets inside the 40, gets close to the back to the original line of scrimmage in a series of downs, but does not do so. He'll gain six to the 36. So it'll be fourth down and 11. And it'll be interesting to see if Chuck Hadley, who's already converted on one fourth down play, will see if he can do it again as he sends Adam Hubbard out. And they have the choir type of huddle, similar to what was uh, popularized by the now the late Len Dawson and the Kansas City Chiefs. Six on the play clock as the Rams get to the line of scrimmage. Hubbard, back to throw. Rolls to the left, under some pressure. Down he goes, Saccarino. And Saugatuck holds on downs. Mason Rakoff with the... T- with the uh, with the sack, and Saugatuck will set up shop first and 10 with 4.23 to go in the first quarter, and they'll have the ball at their own 49-yard line. That's a loss of 13 on that fourth down play. Matt Harderink, the senior quarterback, sets down the offense. One wide out to the right, slot man to the right. Two men in the backfield, Harderink. Hands it off to Will Doucette off of left tackle. Gets it into Galesburg-Augusta territory into the 48-yard line. That's a gain of three. Second down and seven. Doucette, the seniors, the fullback. The halfback, senior Brad Moore and senior Landon Miller. Senior Jordan Hoshar will be snapping it. Sagatuck now goes to its familiar. T-formation offense in the balance line. Harderink around left end. Past the 40. Harderink on his feet. Past the 35-yard line. He'll get it to the 34. Good run by the senior quarterback, Matt Harderink, and he'll get it to the 34. That's a gain of 14 and a first down for Saugatuck at the Galesburg 34-yard line. The guards for Saugatuck, junior Noah Morgan Lara and junior Christopher Foley. We'll get to the rest of the lineup in a few moments. T formation, the balance line, ball in the left hash. Run up the middle. Good, solid run. Will do set past the 
25, gets it to about the 20, maybe the 19. That's a 15-yard gain for Doucette, and Saugatuck is gobbling up yardage. A 15-yard gain on top of a 14-yard gain on back-to-back plays for the Trailblazers. 3.15 to go. Clock running first quarter. Saugatuck in their home whites. I mean, road whites running left to right. T-formation ball near the left hash on first and 10. Doucette keeps it up the middle. Past the 15. Rolls to the 10. Close to the stick for a first down before he is brought down. We'll see where the officials spot the ball. They'll spot it back at the 10. That's a gain of nine. Second down and one. Sagatuck. One thing that Bill Dunn has really liked about this particular team, he's been able to get that T-formation offense running like a charm. And when Saugatuck has had its glory years, with the exception of the Blake Dunn, junior and senior years, uh, this is their bread-and-butter offense. Ball near the right hash, second and one from the Galesburg 10. Around left end is Brad Moore. Moore to the flag. He scores. Touchdown, Saugatuck Trailblazers. Brad Moore on a 10-yard run. And Saugatuck converts on holding Galesburg Augusta on downs. And with 2.16 to go in the first quarter, it's the Trailblazers 6. And Galesburg Augusta nothing with conversion coming. A five-play, 51-yard drive. Taking two minutes and seven seconds off of the clock. Conversion attempt from Cameron Lewis, the right-footed soccer-style kicker. Bad snap, though. Ball's on the ground, and the PAT is fumbled, so it's no good. So, after, so with 2.16 to go in the first quarter, our score is Saugatuck 6 and Galesburg Augusta nothing. Saugatuck Public Schools and the Saugatuck Board of Education are committed to providing an educationally sound environment for children from birth through 12th grade. Through the efforts of dedicated staff members and a supportive school community, students are given a chance to learn and grow in a safe, nurturing environment. Through personal involvement, Saugatuck School staff provides for each student's unique needs, placing children first in order to help each child achieve his or her personal best. Since we uh, sort of... uh, Jumped into our broadcast right away. This broadcast is made possible by authority granted by Saugatuck Public Schools and is intended for the private, non-commercial use of audience. Any Ray broadcast or other use of the descriptions of the accounts of this game without their expressed written consent of Saugatuck Public Schools and Midwest Communications is not permitted. Brad Moore rushed for his fourth touchdown of the season, a 10-yard run around left end. On Saugatuck's first possession, and the Trailblazers have a 6-0 lead. Cameron Lewis, who took a knock in soccer action this week, was questionable for the game, is going to kick off for the second time. Muffed at the 10, the return, past the 20, past the 25, near the Galesburg 30. 2-10 to go in the first quarter, and Galesburg Augusta, who had a very good opening drive. A 13-play drive that took uh, almost eight minutes off of the clock. But ended with the uh, Rams being held on downs after a sack at the Saugatuck 49. They'll set up shop first and 10 at their own 29-yard line. Adam Hubbard breaks the team out of the huddle. 
Slot man in motion to the right. The pitch goes to the right to Martin. Martin trying to clear around right end. Gets stood up at the 30 and pushed back. Cass Stanberry with the hit. Gain of one on the play. We're playing this on a steady rain here in Galesburg. 148 to go first quarter. As we briefly mentioned in the pregame, Saugatuck has won five of the six previous meetings, but a year ago, Galesburg Augusta beat the Trailblazers at Jarvis Memorial Field 54 to nothing. As we mentioned in the interview with Bill Dunn before the game, what a difference a year makes. Man out to the right. Slot man to the, le- to the left, I should say. And rolling out to the left is the quarterback, Adam Hubbard. Hubbard can't clear the left end. And he gets dropped back at the 29-yard line. So it is third down and 10 for the Rams at the 29-yard line. Before every play, uh, quarterback Hubbard jogs over to Coach Chuck Hadley to get the call. And then he jogs in. We do have uh, play clocks at either end. On third down, run up the right middle. Good, solid run. Looks like Martin again, and he'll get a first down. Gets it past the 40. So two for four on third downs. No, two for, yeah, two for Two for four for third down conversions for Galesburg as they'll get it to the 42-yard line. That's a gain of 13 for Mr. Martin. But there is a ram down on the field needing some medical attention. We do have Hope College football tomorrow afternoon as the Flying Dutchman welcome the Albion Britons to Ray and Sue Smith Stadium. Coverage with Mike Coleman and Greg Chandler begins at 12.30 p.m. right here on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. We need to take care of one message from our pregame that we couldn't get to. So, Brent Allen, our producer, please cue that up while we tend to the injured player. You're listening to Soccer Tuck High Football on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. My name is Nathan Box, the owner of Central Park Law, located right here in Holland. I've been providing personalized estate planning services since 1993. With over 25 years of experience serving this community, I know the area and I know the people. I want to help you with your estate planning needs. I'm a different kind of lawyer and my clients love me for it. Please visit centralpark.law or call 616-395-3761 for local personal service. Flowers express what words cannot. Express what your heart is saying with help from Glenda's Lakewood Flowers. There's a lot of emotion in flowers, and the experts at Glenda's can help you create something very personal for any occasion. It's not just another bouquet of flowers. Create an arrangement that conveys the emotions you feel. Have something in mind? At Glenda's, you can create your own personal arrangements. Visit lakewoodflowersholland.com or call 994-6444 and start showing how you feel with flowers. Visit lakewoodflowersholland.com. And we come back to tell you that after a one-yard run on the play, following uh, the uh, lineman for Galesburg Augusta coming off hurt, 
We end the first quarter. So, let's get back to the messages. It's after one quarter of play. Saugatuck, six. And Galesburg and Augusta, nothing. This is Saugatuck High Football on the Lake Shores 92.7 The Van and 92.7 TheVan.com. Are you looking to sell your house and maximize your profit? Phil Nykamp with Keller Williams Harbortown can help. Phil can walk you through some tips to help you prepare. First and foremost, before doing any renovations, he'll do an evaluation on your home. Then, he'll discuss your plans. It's important to know just how much value you may be adding. Start off with the things everyone sees first, like flowers out front and simple repairs. Second, look for outdated items that are easy to replace. The goal is for your home to be seen at its best by as many people as possible. From there, Phil Nykamp will aim for the highest price with the best terms to maximize your return. Demand in our area is high, and that can also be the key to getting plenty of offers. More offers typically mean more money and better terms. So, let's sell your house. Go online to philnykamprealestate.com or give Phil Nykamp of Keller Williams Harbortown a call at 616-377-9700. The service you deserve with an agent you can trust. Quarter a one yard uh, um, one yard gain back to the original line of scrimmage for Galesburg Augusta moving left to right here in the second quarter in a rainstorm here at New Masco Field on third down ball on the left hash and back to throw goes quarterback Adam Hubbard Hubbard will throw short complete but well actually wasn't complete complete it was complete to young Mister Martin but no gain on the play. So, on fourth down and 10 from the 42-yard line, Chuck Hadley will try it again. He's already he's one for two on third down opportunities. Saugatuck with a 6-0 lead on a 10-yard touchdown run by Brad Moore with 2.16 to go in the first quarter. But the extra point snap was bad. Five on the play clock as... The Rams will go for it. And a run up the middle by Levi Bourne was snuffed out at the line of scrimmage. And so Saugatuck will again have good field position with 10-25 to go in the third, second quarter. And they'll have the ball in the Galesburg 40-yard line. So Saugatuck has only had the ball for this be only their sixth offensive play of the game. As Matt Hartering sets down the offense, one wide out to the right, ball near the left hash. Handoff goes to Castanberry around right end, gets it past the 35. Well, he gets it to the 35-yard line where you stop after no play. After that gain, I should say. So it's a gain of five on the play. Well, actually, they'll mark it back at the 36-yard line, a gain of four. Officials are, well, they're going to keep the ball, put the ball on the ground. They put the ball down as the team gets to the line of scrimmage. They don't hold it until the referee, the umpire doesn't hold it. On second down, up the middle run goes Will Doucette inside the 35. 
Gets it to about the 32-yard line, a gain of four. Make it third down and two, and it's the first third down challenge for Saugatuck tonight. The ends for Saugatuck, and I didn't have a chance to give them to you. Cass Stanberry and Norman Boss. T-formation, balance line, ball on the right hash, third and two. Harderink around right end, gets it inside the 25, to the 20, cuts to the left, to the 15, to the 10. He gets to the 5, and he'll score. Matt Harderink with a 32-yard run. And the Saugatuck Trailblazers now have a 12-0 lead with conversion coming. For Matt... His 10th rushing touchdown of the season. He averages 6.2 yards a carry. Because of the muff on the last extra point opportunity, Bill Dunn will go for two. Slot man to the left. Two men in the backfield. Doucette off right end gets the two-point conversion. Off of right tackle, I should say. Doucette gets the two-pointer. And Saugatuck now has that 14-0 lead with 9.07 to go in the first half. A three-play, 40-yard drive, and it took just a minute and 18 seconds off of the clock. And the Saugatuck Trailblazers are enjoying a 14-0 lead. We didn't get a chance to tell you about... Other action along the lake shore tonight. Let us take this opportunity to do so right now. Around the Southwestern Athletic Conference, it's league action with one exception. Delton Kellogg is out of the league tonight as the Panthers are at Decatur to take on the Raiders. Uh, meanwhile, Schoolcraft and Lawton, the two other teams along with Saugatuck battling for supremacy uh, in the sack, are facing each other at the home of the Blue Devils. Uh, in the SAC Lakeshore, Allegan is at Parchment, South Haven is at Waterfleet, and Constantine takes on Kalamazoo United. And the Eagles, along with the Titans and the South Haven Rams, all 2-0 starts in the league. Cameron Lewis has the ball on the right tee at the 40. He's ready for his third kickoff of the night. He'll stride over the right-footed soccer-style kicker, line drive kick. Martin lets it run. Pardon me, I should say that's not Martin. It's Adam Hubbard, the quarterback, who lets it run into the end zone touchback. So with 9.07 to go in the first half, Galesburg Augusta will have their third possession, and they'll start at their own 20-yard line. Around the lakeshore tonight, Greg Chandler is over at Zeeland West for the uh, OK Green showdown between the Ducks and the visiting Muskegon Big Reds. Zeeland East is facing Holland at Ray and Sue Smith Stadium. Holland Christian is at Spring Lake. West Ottawa is at Baldwin Middle School to take on the Hudsonville Eagles. And Hamilton is home to Unity Christian. First and 10 at the 20 for the Rams. Run up the middle, maybe a yard or two. That's about it. And Mr. Martin with the carry. They'll mark it at the 21, a gain of one, second down, and nine from there. So I mentioned a little bit earlier, Galesburg Augusta in their home burgundy uniforms, gold numerals, burgundy helmets, white pants, Saugatuck in their all-whites with royal blue numerals and royal blue helmets. 
Wide out to the left. And a slot man to the right. Rolling to the right is quarterback Hubbard. Hubbard keeps it. And two trailblazers say hello to him at the line of scrimmage. Norm Boss, Landon Miller. Gain of one on the play. So it's third down and eight for the Rams at the 22-yard line. Four minutes gone, second quarter. Saugatuck with a 14-0 lead on a 10-yard run by Brad Moore in the first quarter and a 32-yard run by Matt Harderink in the second. Two possessions, two touchdowns for Saugatuck. Wide out to the left. Play clock at zero as the ball is snapped. Run up the middle on third down. Not much there for the ball carrier of the Rams. Bourne was the ball carrier. He only got a yard, but a flag thrown by the back judge after the play was over. And Harderink was tangled with a Ram player, and I think the Saugatuck player will get, get penalized here. Was something that um, I was when I was talking with Coach Bill Dunn before the week, and he was talking about how the discipline of the team and all that. He and I both are well aware that at times Saugatuck's passion on the field can get them into trouble, and I'm a funny, funny feeling that uh, that's exactly what happened to Mr. Harderink. The officials are still huddling. Now the question is, as the referee is saying something to the Saugatuck bench, and Bill Dunn getting instructions now, the referee will go over, and it will probably be a personal foul against, it'll be personal fouls both ways, as the flag was a situation where both the um, players involved were equally guilty. It's going to be a three-yard gain. On the run by Bourne. So it'll be fourth down, though, two yard gain to the 24. And we will see Owen Pfeiffer for the first time tonight. He's the punter. Low snap, not much pressure, and he does get it away. Harderink lets it go, but it's a short pump. Takes a little bit of a roll into Saugatuck territory, and it'll be down at the Saugatuck. 47-yard line with 7.23 to go in the first half, and Saugatuck enjoying a 14-0 lead. 29-yard punt for Owen Pfeiffer, but he had some issues with the low snap, and again, the weather might be a factor. It's been a steady rain since about 10 or 15 minutes before we kicked off, and we had an early kickoff perhaps taking into account the ring situation. Saugatuck first and 10, ball on the near the middle of the field at their own 47-yard line. Run up the middle. Looks like it is Landon Miller. And it is Landon Miller. Gets it into Galesburg-Augusta territory, past the 50 to the 47-yard line. So we swap 47s from Saugatuck's 47 to Galesburg's 47. That's a six-yard gain. Second down and... Four from there. Saugatuck has gotten good yardage on almost every play. I think the lowest they've had in any one play has been four yards. Second down and four from 
the 47 left side run by Cass Stanberry. And Stanberry gets it past, gets it to the 40-yard line. That's a gain of seven and a Saugatuck first down. Saugatuck's fourth of the game. And as I said when I did the game last year, and here, you know, doing the names of Harderink and Stanberry, one cannot do it without remembering how their older brothers played with great distinction for Saugatuck. It was a good time a couple weeks ago, from what I understand. Alumni, some of the alumni came back. It was nice. Wish I would have been there. Ball up the middle on first down, and it will be, I believe, it will be, it will be, uh, um, Doucette, I believe. Or is it more? Anyway, it's a gain of only four to the 36. So, again, Saugatuck has gained at least four yards on every play. 5.50 to go first half. Saugatuck with a 14-0 lead. And there's the ball near the left hash. T formation in a balanced line. Hardering keeps it around right end. Past the 35, past the 30, and down he goes at the 29, maybe the 28. It will move the sticks, though. And right now, Saugatuck's offense is spurring along. As well as Bill Dunn would like to see it purr along. By the way, we will chat with Bill after the game. And it'll be a post-game interview. We'll have it on our webpage at 92.7thevan.com in the podcast tab under High School Football. Just as we will have this broadcast available as a podcast shortly after we leave air tonight. First and ten ball on the right hash at the 28-yard line. Stanberry keeps it around left end. Gets a little bit of a blocking wall, and he'll get it past the 20. All depends if the spot will give him the first down or not. He needed to get to the 18, and he got to the 19. Second and one, a nine-yard gain. Saugatuck is... Right now, wearing down their hosts and has quieted down this crowd at New Maskell Field. Second down and one ball in the left hash. It is Landon Miller around off of right tackle. Gets it inside the 15 and will move the sticks for another first down. He'll get it to the 14, a gain of five. No passes so far for Saugatuck in this game. All on the ground. Why throw when the line of scrimmage has been dominated by Saugatuck's fine blockers? Just as Adam Hubbard goes to his coach, Chuck Hadley, for the Rams, so too does Matt Hardering go to the bench to talk to his coach, Bill Dunn, on before every play. T formation and a balanced line. Hardering around right end. Cuts back at the 10. To the 5! He'll score! Touchdown! Second touchdown of the game for Matt Hardering. This one from 14 yards out, and Saugatuck extends its lead to 20 to nothing with conversion coming. This one is a 14-yard run by Harderink. And as I mentioned a little bit earlier, he now has 11 touchdowns on the season. Seven play, 53 yards, and three minutes exactly. Conversion attempt coming. 
Another low snap. It's picked up by the putter, Cameron Lewis. He'll be knocked down. And again, Cass Stanberry, who does the snap, the long snap, has had issues with the snap situation, so the PAT is fumbled again. And Saugatuck now has a 20 to nothing lead with 4.23 to go here in the first half. Everyone in sports is in search of that elusive perfect game, making every shot, completing every pass, striking everybody out, and getting each call right. That's right. Game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just as the players do. So if you still have that competitive streak and want to help youngsters by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics in the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. With Brent Allen as our producer, my name is Gary Stevens. Very pleased to step in tonight for Eric Van Swall and calling Saugatuck High Football. Next week, the Trailblazers back home to welcome the Lawton Blue Devils to Jarvis Memorial Field and join Jim McKinney for all the action beginning at 6.40 next Friday night, right here on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Cameron Lewis kicks it off. Good, strong kick. Goes through the hands of Hubbard and into the end zone for a touchback. So with 4.23 to go in the first half, Galesburg-Augusta will start its second series, consecutive series at their own 20 in their fourth possession of the game. That 13-play drive was their was their best. Uh, 29-39 went 40 yards before they gave it up on downs, and it took uh, it took six and a half minutes off. Almost um, it took seven and a half minutes off the clock. Back to throw, Marmy. It's handoff as the running back for Galesburg, Augusta gets maybe. Three yards off a of right end. That is Levi Bourne. Second down and seven. That initial series, four, 13 plays, 40 yards, three first downs, and a converted fourth down in that drive. Since then, Galesburg Augusta has had one first down. They were held on downs, and they also, and then they punted the last time, three and out. One wide out to the right, ball in the right hash. Second down, rolling out to the left is Adam Hubbard. Hubbard trying to get around. Will set. Will set says, no, sir, you're not getting past me. Down goes Hubbard. And he'll take a loss back inside the 20. Saugatuck is now controlling both lines of scrimmage after Galesburg had a good opening series, and they did good things with their blocking. Loss back to the 18, loss of five, third down, and... 12. Galesburg Augusta after converting the first third down to a five. Run up the middle, nothing there. Nothing there at all on third down. Then Smeltzer, the running back. And it's a yard gain, and I believe Saugatuck wants to stop the clock. They're going to have a chance to do something on fourth down. After Owen Pfeiffer's punt was only for 29 yards, Bill Dunn sees an opportunity to tack on some more points here. 
So that's why he stopped the clock with 2.57 to go here in the first half. At the half, we will have a recap of our scoring and some numbers, some statistics. We will have MHSA this week with John Ross. And we will also take a look at Saugatuck High Sports. As uh, the soccer team is winding down its season, next week the state tournament begins. And the cross-country team has an invitational tomorrow morning up and at them for the cross-country team. They'll make the trek down to Portage. We'll tell you about that at the half. Owen Pfeiffer's second punt coming up. Good snap. Under some pressure, short punt. Takes a little bit of a Galesburg-Augusta roll to the 43-yard line. A 24-yard punt by Pfeiffer. And with 2.48 to go in the first half, Saugatuck will set up shop, and they've been getting great field position to do so at the Galesburg 43-yard line. Saugatuck has run 15 plays thus far. 144 yards of total offense and three touchdowns. Handoff went to Brad Moore, and he got tripped up in the backfield. Tegan Lockmiller, the senior with the trip up. Good play by the Ram defensive lineman. It's a loss of three, the first loss of the game for Saugatuck from a play from scrimmage. Second down and 13 from the 49, 2.20 to go in the first half. Cass Stanberry has a, pardon me, it's a, a harder rink. Keeps it, round right in. Goes out of bounds just before the 40 to the 41-yard line. So it's a gain of five, and it'll be third down and nine. And the officials stopped the clock with 202. The ball went out of bounds. And the referee is holding things up. I'm not certain. Oh, he wants the clock reset to 210. They want the clock reset, so that's why we have a hold up here. And now that's exactly what it is. So the clock has been reset to 210. Third down and eight from the 41-yard line. T-formation, ball in the right hash. Stanberry, oh, pardon me, it's Barter and keeping it off the right end. Gets it to about the 35. He needed to get to the 33. So Saugatuck fails on its second third down opportunity. They're one for two. But at the ball at the Galesburg 35, don't be surprised if Bill Dunn is going to want to try to go for it. Clock running, 146 to go. First half, Saugatuck with a 20-0 lead, two timeouts in their pocket. Ball in the right hash. T-formation in a balanced line. It is Will Doucette off of right guard. Bulls his way past this stick, and he'll get a first down to the 32, maybe the 31-yard line. So Saugatuck converts on its first fourth down opportunity, and it'll be first and 10 at the Galesburg 32-yard line. Nine first downs for Saugatuck here in the first half. Ball stays on the right hash with 1.20 to go in the first half. Back to throw goes Harderink. He's got a wobbler, 
It was partially, it was deflected near the line of scrimmage. He was trying to find Brad Moore on the left side. It was a good opportunity. Caden Kaiser was the defender that almost had a chance for a pick, but the first pass of the game by Harderink goes a fluttering. Literally goes a fluttering on the season. Matt is 14 now of 39 for three for 228 yards and four and five touchdowns, but also with four picks. Ball on the right has second down, second down and ten. Run up the middle. Will do set gets it inside the 30, maybe to the 29 yard line. Clock continues to run. A minute to go. First half. They'll mark it back at the 30. Do the officials gain of two? Third down. And eight from there. Again, four down territory for Saugatuck with 50 seconds to go. T formation, balance line, ball on the right hash. Right side run by Miller. And he'll get to about the 27 before he is stopped. And Bill Dunn will call timeout. His second with 43 seconds to go in the first half. Again, wanting to get more points on the board. 20 nothing Saugatuck lead on a Brad Moore 10-yard TD run in the first quarter and two touchdown runs of 32 and 14 yards by Matt Harderink here in the second quarter. Um, looking at the standings, Lawton at 2-0 and leads the Sac Valley. Saugatuck has the best record at 6-0. Lawton and Schoolcraft both at 5-1. Eagles are 1-0 in the league. Delton Kellogg, Galesburg, Augusta both at 1-5. In the Sac Lakeshore, Constantine with a 5-1 overall 2-1 record. 4-2 and 2-0 and are South Haven and the Kalamazoo United Titans. And then Allegan at 4-2 and 0-2. And Parchment at 3-3 and 0-2. And, and, and Waterville at 2-4. And 0-2. And and on this date, well, 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 we'll hold off on that. Fourth uh, fourth down and five from the 27-yard line. Ball in the right hash. Harderink keeps it around right end. Past the 30. Past the 25 out of bounds. And they'll stop the clock at the 21. That's a gain of six and a first down with 35 seconds to go in the first half. And the second time in this drive, Saugatuck has converted a fourth down play. Ball stays on the right hash as the Trailblazers trying to keep the right side as the short side of the field, moving right to left. Rain has lightened a little bit. On first down, Harderink hit as he throws, and it's incomplete. He was trying to find Norman Boss in the left flat. 0 for 2 now through the air for Harderink. With 17 seconds to go. Again, Cameron Lewis took a knock while playing for the Trailblazers soccer team this week. Was questionable before the game, but he is giving it a go. He has converted the one extra point kick he was able to. Oh, no, he did not because... Um, Saugatuck had to convert a two-point conversion. Two bad snaps. He's not had a chance to kick the ball. Second down and 10 from the 21. Back to throw goes Harderink. Harderink right side throws. Complete. 
and out of bounds. He finds Brad Moore on the right flat. It's a gain of 11 and a first down. 11 seconds remaining. The officials rule that um, the receiver, Moore, was in bounds. Obviously had to be in bounds to catch the ball. And so Sagatuck will call their final timeout with 11 seconds left. First and goal from the Galesburg 10. And this is right now will be the 11th play in the uh, 11th play in this drive that started at the Galesburg 43 after a punt. Might be two cracks at the end zone, but Sagatuck, with no more timeouts, that does limit the playbook a little bit. And Hardering trying to throw really a wet football. He got that last throw to um, Moore very well on the right, uh, along the right sideline. One wide out to the right. T formation behind quarterback Matt Harderink. Harderink back to throw, rolls right, throws short and incomplete. He's trying to find Moore again on the right flat. Second down and ten from. Second down goal from the 10. Six seconds left, and Bill Dunn will send out Cameron Lewis for the field goal attempt. He'll try it from 27 yards out. Lewis, first field goal attempt of the year. Another bad snap. So... Special teams problems. Hot Sagatuck, but that's the last play of the first half. Trailblazers enjoy a 20 to nothing lead, but there are some things that Sagatuck would need to do in their team talk at halftime while Ch- Coach Chuck Hadley needs to get his team into the locker room to get sort of re-energized in their first ever game here at new at uh, the home of, Ram- home of the Ram Stadium, New Masco Field. At the half. It is Saugatuck 20 and Galesburg Augusta nothing. This is Saugatuck High Football on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van and 92.7 TheVan.com. Where can you get food that's actually a part of West Michigan history? Russ's Restaurant has been serving homemade food to our communities for 89 years. You can find locations in Holland, Grand Haven. In fact, we've got 12 locations all over West Michigan. The food has a touch of that homemade goodness that's hard to come by. Russ's continues to provide a family-friendly atmosphere as they head through their 89th year. That's right. Russ's Restaurants have been serving Holland and West Michigan since 1934. Visit russsrestaurant.com to see their menu or find Russ's on Facebook. Need a lift? This is Phyllis Ike from the Inner Urban. We're the public bus system giving rides to anyone, anywhere in Sagatuck, Douglas, and Sagatuck Township seven days a week until 7 p.m. Call when you're ready for a ride or make a reservation for a specific time. Our buses are wheelchair accessible, have bike racks, and are pet friendly for friendly pets. We're the go to to get to where you want to go to. Call 269 857 1418 and start riding with the Inner Urban today.
time at home of the Ram Stadium, New Masco Field here in Galesburg. I'm Gary Stevens, along with our producer, Brent Allen, and we are bringing you Saugatuck High Football as the Trailblazers are enjoying a 20-0 lead over the Galesburg Augusta Rams at the half. Saugatuck opened the spring, 2.16 to go in the first quarter on a 10-yard run by Brad Moore, climaxing a five-play, 51-yard drive, 2.07 off of the clock. And Saugatuck's extra point attempt, bad snap, wasn't even attempted. 6-0 Saugatuck. After a second straight holding of Galesburg Augusta on downs, early in the second quarter, Matt Harderink ran in a touchdown from 32 yards out, climaxing a three-play, 40-yard drive, took 118 off the clock, and Will Doucette's two-point run gave Saugatuck a 14-0 lead with 9.07 to go in the first half. Following a punt, Saugatuck marched the ball seven plays, 53 yards, took three minutes off the clock, and Harderink had his second touchdown run from 14 yards. And again, a, fum- a bad snap on the fumble, a uh, bad snap on the extra point attempt. And it gave Saugatuck a 20 nothing lead with 4.23 to go in the first half. Saugatuck attempted to add a field goal on the last play of the first half, but a 27-yard field goal attempt by Cameron Lewis was not even attempted. Again, a bad snap. Uh foiled that opportunity. So Saugatuck is enjoying a lead over Galesburg-Augusta right now being the spoil sports in Galesburg-Augusta's first game in its new home here on the campus of Galesburg-Augusta High School, 20 to nothing. We'll uh, have some of the numbers from the first half in terms of our statistics. We'll also take a look at Saugatuck High Athletics. But following this message, we will have this week in high school sports with John Ross. And that's next on 99.7 and 1450 Double Party. Get, I knew I was going to say that, and I apologize to Brent Allen. You're listening to Soccer Tech High Football on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van and 92.7 TheVan.com. My name is Nathan Box, the owner of Central Park Law, located right here in Holland. I've been providing personalized estate planning services since 1993. With over 25 years of experience serving this community, I know the area and I know the people. I want to help you with your estate planning needs. I'm a different kind of lawyer and my clients love me for it. Please visit centralpark.law or call 616-395-3761 for local personal service. Hi, are you a newly engaged couple? Are you looking for that perfect, unique place for your wedding? Or maybe you know someone who's getting married in the near future. In Lake Town Township, south of Holland, is a beautiful place for those special moments in your life. The Felt Mansion is the destination for one-of-a-kind wedding ceremonies and receptions. Imagine saying, I do, at the picturesque chapel in Shore Acres, or the Round Water Garden. For something less formal, the Carriage House offers a rustic, intimate setting for your wedding. Then, celebrate and dance the night away in the ballroom or the elegant outdoor tent. The Felt Mansion offers a historic venue with modern conveniences, perfect for your next big event. Call 616-218-0078 to tour the mansion and plan your special day. Or visit feltmansion.org. That's feltmansion.org. The Felt Estate Historic Home and Gardens on 138th Avenue in Lake Town Township. The newly renovated Holland Aquatic Center, located at 550 Maple Avenue, has something for all ages and abilities in and out of the water. Come learn, exercise, relax, and connect at this community gym. Go to hollandaquatic.org to learn more. 
The number of football coaches with 400 wins grows by one, and Good Sports Our Winners comes to life at the Sportsmanship Summit. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. A 6-0 start to the season for Jackson Lumen Christie has given head coach Herb Rogan 401 career victories. The 400th win came on September 22nd against Dearborn Divine Child and made Brogan just the third member of the 400 wins club. John Harrington with 443 and Al Fracasa with 430 are the only two ahead of Brogan on the list. Brogan took over Lumen Christie in 1980 and has had only two losing seasons. The Titans have won 10 state titles under Brogan, the Class B state title in 1996, five Division V titles coming in 2000, 2001, 2003, 2004, and 2009, three Division VI titles, those were in 2016, 2017, and 2018, and the Division VII title last year. After opening the 2022 season with three straight losses, Lumen Christie has since rattled off 17 straight Ws and has already clinched at least a share of the Detroit Catholic League AA League title their first year in that conference. The Titans currently sit atop the Division VII playoff points list and in Week 7 will be playing Traverse City St. Francis, the team they beat in the 2022 Finals. For a list of all-time coaching records, be sure to check out MHSAA.com. It's time for Game Balls, when we highlight a trio of standout performances from the last week. First, Drew Hackney of Muskegon Mona Shores. The senior won his fourth straight Greater Muskegon Athletic Association tennis title. He defeated North Muskegon's Luke Hall, 6-love, six 6-love six in the final match. Freeland's TJ Hansen turned in a blistering cross-country time of 14 minutes, 46.3 seconds in winning the Shepherd Blue Jay Elite Race. The time is a personal best for Hansen. And a Manchester running back, Blake Sloan. He set a new school record with six rushing touchdowns in a single game as Manchester beat East Jackson 55-8. For high school seniors, the matchup of the year isn't on the field. It's actually online. That's right. When you fill out the FAFSA, you know, the free application for federal student aid, you could also be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional money from the Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Yep, nearly 80% of students who fill out the FAFSA may be eligible. Now that's a matchup we can all root for. Get started today at michigan.gov achievement. The Michigan Achievement Scholarship. It's a game changer. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with registered official Paige Winnie. You're sitting at a volleyball match and hear the parents in the stands yell double or lift. What do those terms mean and why are they yelling them? Double refers to double contact. That's when a player hits the ball twice in a row or if the ball touches two parts of the player's body in succession. If a setter hits the ball with one hand then the other, even if immediate, it's a double. She needs to set the ball with both hands at the same time. A lift is when the player, typically a setter, has prolonged contact with the ball and results in throwing or redirecting the ball back into play. The ball doesn't rebound off the player's fingers or hands, but it is directed by the player. The official on the stand at the net is in the best position to notice these fouls. Thanks, Paige. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, please go to the MHSAA website now to register. Sportsmanship is one of the most important aspects of educational athletics. And along with scholarship, safety, and an appropriate scope, it is one of the MHSAA's four main core values for school sports. 
Winning is great, but good sportsmanship helps develop habits that can be used well beyond the playing field. For more than 20 years, the MHSAA has provided a sportsmanship summit experience to students across Michigan. Workshop sessions focus on sportsmanship both on and off the court and feature hands-on activities, including one session developed and instructed by members of the MHSAA Student Advisory Council. Summits will be held November 6th in Kalamazoo, November 7th in Lansing, November 8th in Troy, and November 13th in Traverse City. Each site is limited to 225 attendees, so be sure to register now to reserve your space. Registration materials and other information can be found online at MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. Getting married is a huge financial decision. There's plenty of preparation that goes into combining your finances and setting financial goals with your new partner. And if you happen to go through a divorce, you don't have to go at it alone. We are equipped to help you through this transition. We can help you create a new budget, analyze your investments, and create a financial plan for your long-term financial goals. Call Carrie Cooley or Brent Kerwecker at Cooley Godfrey Investment Group to help you manage your new financial life. You can reach us at 616-931-1223 to set up a free, no-obligation appointment. Make today the day that you and your parents' beneficiaries are updated on all current investments, bank accounts, insurance, and financial-related accounts. In the case that any beneficiary information is not current, and in the event of your untimely passing, your assets could be distributed to an unintended heir. This can even happen if you have an up-to-date will, since beneficiary designations trump all other legal documents. Securities and financial planning offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Flowers express what words cannot. Express what your heart is saying with help from Glenda's Lakewood Flowers. There's a lot of emotion in flowers, and the experts at Glenda's can help you create something very personal for any occasion. It's not just another bouquet of flowers. Create an arrangement that conveys the emotions you feel. Have something in mind? At Glenda's, you can create your own personal arrangements. Visit lakewoodflowersholland.com or call 994-6444 and start showing how you feel with flowers. Visit lakewoodflowersholland.com. Does your house struggle to hold the right temperature? Sales Heating and Cooling may have just what you need. Sales Heating and Cooling offers air conditioning, furnace, air filter, and water heater maintenance, as well as quality checks and replacements. And you could join the Sales Heating and Cooling team because Sales Heating and Cooling is hiring experienced technicians in the service and installation fields. Sales Heating and Cooling, located at 792 Lincoln Avenue in Holland. Home of the Rams Stadium, New Masco Field in Galesburg. The inaugural game for the Galesburg Augusta Rams at their new home after many, many years at Masco Field, the old Masco Field. And Saugatuck is being the party poopers right now as the uh, Trailblazers are enjoying a 20 to nothing lead over the Rams in the, at the half as the Galesburg Augusta band performs in the background. Sockatuck's gotten three touchdown runs, two from Matt Harderink of 32 and 14 yards, and one from Brad Moore of 10 yards. Let's uh, do a, take a look at Sockatuck High Athletics with our uh, Sockatuck Sports Update. 
Uh, the soccer team with a couple of wins this past week. 3-1 at Parchment on Monday and 6-0 against the Schoolcraft Eagles on Wednesday. Last game for the uh, Trailblazers before the state tournament is Monday night when the Allegan Tigers come to Jarvis Memorial Field. Kickoff at 6.45 p.m. And then uh, Division Four first round game at Kalamazoo Heritage coming up on Wednesday for the boys' soccer Trailblazers. Volleyball team lost uh, in four sets to visiting Galesburg Augusta on Tuesday night. But uh, it's going to be a busy week for Saugatuck High Volleyball. Um, with uh, some quad meets. Um, Black River, Constantine, and Schoolcraft will be coming to Saugatuck High for a Monday match at 5.30 p.m. The teams then will meet at Schoolcraft on Tuesday. On Wednesday, Saugatuck and Black River will be at Black River with Coloma and Waterville joining them. And then the four schools will meet again at Coloma on Thursday. So a very busy week for the volleyball trailblazers. And cross country, last Saturday... The uh, Harriers for the boys were second, and the girls were third at the Allendale Falcon Invitational. And both of the cross-country teams will be competing at the Portage Central Invitational tomorrow morning. So that's a look at Saugatuck High Athletics, getting you caught up to date. Um, I was going to mention this during our first half call, but this is a good time to bring it up right now. Uh, A feature I did when I was doing the games a few years ago was on this date, taking a look at what happened with Saugatuck High Athletics on this date, which tonight is the 6th of October. And the last time Saugatuck played a game on August on October the 6th, it was six years ago. The first time that Saugatuck played, it was at Old Maskell Field. And uh, the Saugatuck Trailblazers, post, uh, pardon me at the time, the Saugatuck Indians, posted a 35-0 win over the Rams at Old Maskell Field as Brad Dunn ran for three touchdowns, caught a touchdown pass, and returned a kickoff 70 yards for a touchdown. Of course, 2017, the year Saugatuck made it all the way to the state finals at Ford Field. Other games on October the 6th. In 2006, Martin put a 42-14 hurting on the Indians. Uh, in 1995, it was Saugatuck with a 43-0 win over the then-known Godfrey Lee Rebels. Of course, they've changed their name, too. One of the, the only schools Saugatuck played outside of the state of Michigan was Laporte La Lumiere out of Indiana. And on October the 6th, 1989, Saugatuck beat Laporte La Lumiere 36-8. Uh, a couple of games that Saugatuck played against Fenville was on October the 6th. In 1978, Saugatuck beat the uh, Blackhawks 40-20. to 20. In 1972, the Blackhawks beat the Indians 34-6. And on October 6th, 1967, it was the Martin Clippers 18 and Saugatuck nil. So that's what's happened on this date. Um... One other thing, and I want to bring this up, it sort of goes in the situation of what a difference a year makes. As we mentioned at the outset, a year ago, Galesburg Augusta, the Rams went into Jarvis Memorial Field and hung a 54 nothing win over the Trailblazers. First time in six tries that Galesburg Augusta won, and officially, um, well, 
we'll we'll get to that in a second. But uh, following that game was decided. Saugatuck decided to um, withdraw from varsity football for the rest of the 2022 season. As I said, what a difference a year makes. And in the all-time series, it's the only win Galesburg Augusta has had in six tries against Saugatuck. Uh, two years ago, in 2021, it was Saugatuck 33, Galesburg Augusta 6, as Ben Drew rushed for two touchdowns. In 2020, Saugatuck won at Old Maskell Field, 42 to nothing. And as we were talking about uh, Cass Stanberry, his older brother Nick ran for two touchdowns, so too did Benny Diaz on that game. The Drew brothers, Ben and Donnie, each had a couple of touchdowns and a 38 to nothing win in uh, Saugatuck uh, victory over at Old Baskell Field. And on October 5th of 2018, it was officially logged as a 2 nothing forfeit win for Saugatuck because Galesburg Augusta was playing an ineligible player. But in the game that was played, Brad Dunn ran for four touchdowns as Saugatuck wiped out the Rams at Jarvis Memorial Field, 56-13. As the Saugatuck Trailblazers have returned to the field, we're waiting for the return of the Galesburg-Augusta Rams. Let's get to you some of the uh, statistical numbers. First down, Saugatuck had 11 in the first half, Galesburg-Augusta with four. Saugatuck, one of three on third down conversions, Galesburg-Augusta two of seven. Saugatuck was... Two of two on fourth down conversions. Galesburg Augusta two uh, one of two. Um, no one of, yeah one of three I should say. Total offense: Saugatuck 177 yards. Galesburg Augusta 56. Galesburg Augusta committed the only two penalties that did count for 20 yards. In time possession: Galesburg Augusta 14 minutes and 47 seconds. Saugatuck 913. And Galesburg Augusta ran off 28 plays to Saugatuck's 27. The number at the half is the most important. It's Saugatuck 20 and Galesburg Augusta nothing. Second half is next on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van and 92.7 The Van.com. Where can you get food that's actually a part of West Michigan history? Russ's Restaurant has been serving homemade food to our communities for 89 years. You can find locations in Holland, Grand Haven. In fact, we've got 12 locations all over West Michigan. The food has a touch of that homemade goodness that's hard to come by. Russ's continues to provide a family-friendly atmosphere as they head through their 89th year. That's right. Russ's Restaurants have been serving Holland and West Michigan since 1934. Visit russesrestaurant.com to see their menu or find Russ's on Facebook. The 2024 Ottawa County Fair is already in the planning stages. Are you the type of person that loves to get involved in community events and would like to be a sponsor of next summer's fair? Send us an email right now, info at ottawacountyfair.com. We'll send you the information on how to get your business name in front of thousands of local people. Camping's available at the Ottawa County Fairgrounds starting again next spring. They have a variety of great camping spots under a canopy of beautiful shade trees. The cost is only $32 per night. Go to OttawaCountyFair.com to reserve your 2024 spot now. Time to put those summer toys into winter storage. The Ottawa County Fairgrounds has outside storage still available, and their rates are extremely competitive. Whether it's your boat, camper, jet ski, or vehicle, think of the Ottawa County Fairgrounds for outdoor winter storage. To reserve the fairgrounds for an event, camping, or winter storage, log on now to OttawaCountyFair.com. That's OttawaCountyFair.com. 
tomorrow afternoon, catch up college football as the Flying Dutchman welcome the Albion Britons to Ray and Sue Smith Stadium in Holland for an MIAA contest. Join Mike Coleman and Greg Chandler for all the coverage beginning at 12.30 p.m. right here on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Then next Friday night, Saugatuck back home at Jarvis Memorial Field for a Southwestern Athletic Conference Valley Division showdown against the visiting Lawton Blue Devils. And Jim McKinney will be happy to bring you all of the action right here beginning at 6.40 next Friday night right here on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. 92.7thevan.com. And as we are getting into now the final third of the season, this is week number seven of the campaign. Uh, thoughts about uh, who will be playing on uh, three weeks from tonight when the state high school football tournament begins along the Lakeshore, Saugatuck at 6 and 0, oh, and Zeeland West at 6 and 0, oh, pretty much assured of getting in it's uh, uh, all based on points at four and two zealand east and uh, i say zealand west yes uh, at six and oh zealand east at four and two so too hamilton at four and two going into action tonight and uh depending on how they finish up um whether or not they'll make postseason we'll see uh some tough challenges still await um all of the schools in the final three weeks of the season. Of course, uh, Hamilton having Unity Christian tonight uh, as a tough challenge. Zeeland West hosting Muskegon, and then next week the Ducks are playing at Mona Shore, so that's their two toughest opponents left on the schedule. Zeeland East uh, do, does get um, Reeves Puffer next week after uh, facing Holland tonight. But uh, the... Uh, the Chicks also looking to try to get into the postseason as well. And, of course, Saugatuck, as we mentioned. Uh, Lawton next Friday and two weeks from tonight uh, hosting Schoolcraft. The two toughest games on Saugatuck's schedule still to go. But uh, it looks pretty good that we'll have at least two teams and maybe four getting into postseason play. We're waiting for the Rams to get back out of the field. They did come out, and they're going through their final warm-ups. They had won the toss and elected to receive, so Saugatuck should get the ball to begin the second half, but I wouldn't be surprised if Coach Bill Dunn might be reminding his players, watch out, because Galesburg Augusta has nothing to lose right now, down 20 to nothing, and we have seen at times a, an underdog pull an onside kick right off of the bat and get and you know basically you know take the possession away from Saugatuck so we'll see if that will be happening Bill Dunn of course in his 21st year at Saugatuck 131 wins on 206 games in guiding the Indian slash trailblazers Chuck Hadley only in his third year five and five wins in 23 games thus far guiding the Rams clad in their Burgundy home jerseys, gold, num uh, gold numerals, white pants, and burgundy helmets. The Saugatuck Trailblazers in their road white uniforms, all whites with uh, royal blue numerals and royal blue helmets. As we mentioned, we've had rain throughout. It abated a little bit late in the first quarter, late in the first half, I should say, but now it's come back down again. 
And it's supposed to last through the end of the game. 49 degrees is what the temperature is. And we're going to have an unsportsmanlike penalty called against Galesburg Augusta for being a little late in getting onto the field and getting ready to, you know, being getting ready to play. So the kickoff will be from the 25-yard line. And that might uh, take the surprise factor of a short kickoff out of the equation. Owen Pfeiffer, the junior place kicker, will have the ball on the tee for his first kickoff of the night. And it looks uh, like Harderink is deep for Saugatuck. He's been handling the putt returns, and he's going to be standing inside his 25. So we're about ready to start the second half here with Saugatuck leading Galesburg Augusta 20 to nothing at New Maskell Field. It will be a regular kickoff. Picked up at the 20. 25, 30, 35, 40, up the middle, left side to the 40. We'll do set with the carry to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. That's an 80-yard touchdown return. Take that back, 75-yard touchdown return. We'll do set a 75-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. He picked it up at his own 25, went up the middle, then veered to the left, and scored the touchdown to give Saugatuck a 26 to nothing lead. So Big Will set with a kickoff return for the touchdown. And Saugatuck is probably going <laughs> to... I wouldn't be surprised if they do not try another placement kick tonight. T formation on the two-point try. Hardorink will set down the ball. Saugatuck moving right to left. He'll keep it, dive into the end zone, two-point conversion. So with 11.47 to go in the first third quarter, Saugatuck now takes a 28-0 lead. So we'll do set with the return for the touchdown, and I'm going to do a quick look here. Um, he was averaging 20 yards a return. He had three returns for 60 yards, and then he uh, more than doubled that on that kickoff return. And Saugatuck now has a four-score lead at 28 to nothing. Good run by Doucette. And Saugatuck on its way to getting their seventh win of the season without a loss and to up their league mark to 2-0. and after winning last week at Delton Kellogg. Two weeks ago, Saugatuck beat the visiting Coloma 60-12. to Don't think we're going to have a repeat tonight, but we'll see what Saugatuck does here. Cameron Lewis for the kickoff on the right side or the south end here. He'll send it high. Taken at the 5 to the 10. 15, past the 20, and Adam Hubbard will be the returner, the quarterback, with 11.39 to go, gets the ball to the 22-yard line, 23 actually, and Galesburg Augusta 
will set up shop first and 10 at their own 23-yard line. Adam Hubbard, the senior, jogs out. He did not, uh, he had a couple of pass attempts in the first half. It's been pretty much ground game tonight for both teams. Play clock at 15, and the Rams are still not, now they've broken the huddle. They only have 10 seconds to get a playoff. Wide out to the right, slot man to the left. On first down, left side run, good run there. Past the 25 to about the 27, maybe to the 28. Young Martin with the carry. Maul will be marked at the 27. It's a four-yard gain, second down, and... Second down, and we'll call it uh, uh, second down and six. Hubbard with the play in, but it's been a little choppy. You think, you know, seventh weeks in the season, you'd be having a little bit more of a smoother operation. Fumbled snap, ball on the ground. Sagatuck players waving that they think they got it, but I think the umpire is going to keep the ball in the hands of the Rams, and that's exactly what it is. So no gain on the play as it was a fumbled snap. Third down and six. And as we mentioned in our recap of the first half stats, Galesburg Augusta two of seven on third downs. And they've had one first down since their opening drive. Only four in the game. Third down and six, man in motion to the left. Hand off left side, good run, and a first down past the 40. It's Martin to about the 44-yard line. That's a gain of 17 and a first down. So just as they did in the first half when Galesburg Augusta played with some vim and vigor on the opening drive, a 13-play 40-yard drive that uh, gobbled up uh, seven and a half minutes before they were held. They get their second first down since that time. In fact, their first first down since the first half, first first quarter. First and 10 at the 44 on the left hash. Hand off again to Martin, strung up along the line. Down he goes. Jordan Hawshore holds him for no gain. Second down and 10 at the 44-yard line. And Coach Bill Dunn is not going to be happy about that opening drive when a, you know Galesburg Augusta converted on third down, kept the, kept the offense on the field. Saugatuck warmed down in the first half on both offensive and defensive lines. But um, when fresh, Galesburg Augusta showed some uh, showed some moxie. Ball on the left hash, second down and ten from the forty-four. Six on the play clock. And rolling to the left is quarterback Hubbard. Gets around Noah Morgan Lara in the backfield. And he was able to get back to the line of scrimmage, but Morgan Lara had him almost dead to rights inside the 40. But it's no gain. Third down and 10 from the 44. We really have not seen Hubbard try to throw the ball downfield as Two pass attempts were pretty much short attempts in right flat or left flat near the line of scrimmage. 
Hubbard. Back to throw. Under some pressure. Down! And he's going to finally go down. He got around Norman Boss. And he was able to get back to the 43 before he was down. It's technically considered a sack. But it'll be fourth down and 11. And uh, we're not seeing Owen Pfeiffer come out. The punter. So Adam Hubbard will come in. Pfeiffer... Two punts, averaging about 26.5 a punt. Ten on the play clock as the Rams break the huddle and line up. Ball in the middle of the field at the 43, fourth and 11. And it's going to be a run play up the middle. Stop behind the line of scrimmage. Nor Morgan Lara with the stick. And so Saugatuck will get it with 7.36 to go in the third quarter. And they'll again get the ball in Galesburg territory to start the drive at the Galesburg 40. Saugatuck has started their drives at their own 49, Galesburg 40, Saugatuck 47, Galesburg 43. This is their fifth possession. Matt Harderink sets down the offense. One wide out to the right, eye formation. Harderink. Up the middle run, and it looks as if it will be Cass Stanberry who will run it in for the touchdown as Stanberry went off of left guard and then veered to the left, went down the left sidelines, and it's a 40-yard run for Stanberry and a touchdown. So Saugatuck has touched the ball twice, and they have scored touchdowns, and both times they've touched it here in the second half. It only took nine seconds after holding them on downs. Will the third time be the charm? Cameron Lewis hopes so. We'll see if he gets a good snap. Does. Kick is up. Kick is square and true. So Lewis finally gets a PAT, and Saugatuck up late to 35 to nothing. With 7.27 to go here in the third quarter. For Cass Stanberry, it's his third rushing touchdown of the season. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. So let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Brent Allen, our producer. My name is Gary Stevens. Glad to be back in the saddle for one week, that is. Calling Sagatuck High football. We've been doing it since 2009. Nine in terms of the season. 2008, our first broadcast 15 years ago when Saugatuck. Bill Dunn had his first playoff team. Cameron Lewis with the kickoff coming from the right side. Right-footed soccer-style kicker sends it away. Hubbard bobbles it, picks it up at the 4. 10, 15, stuck at the 20. Moves forward, and he gets it to the 22-yard line. An eventful return for Hubbard. 
But Galesburg Augusta will have it with 7.17 to go in the third quarter, and they'll have it at their own 22-yard line. Down 35 to nothing. And I believe with that 35 points, we get a running clock. One wide out to the right. Ball on the left hash. Wing back to the right. Uh, to the right. One ball wide out to the left. Handoff on the left side. Caden Smeltzer. Tried to clear the left end. Couldn't really do so. No gain on the play. Second down and 10 at the Galesburg 22. The Saugatuck Trailblazers enjoying a 35-0 lead. Two touchdown runs for Matt Harderink and touchdown runs for Will, uh, for Cass Stanberry and Brad Moore. And William Doucette, a 75-yard kickoff return for a score. Man in motion to the left. That's Smeltzer. Toss on the left side. Gets a hold as the running back around left end. Justin Martin. With the carry, gets it to the 30, 31, needs to get to the 32. It's a gain of nine, third down and one. And the Rams, Chuck Hadley, taking, making sure that his quarterback, Adam Hubbard, has the play that he wants. Third and one. Six on the play clock as the Rams line up there in their formation. Penalty marker flies as the ball is snapped. It was a run up the middle by quarterback Hubbard. Linesman will call illegal procedure. The third penalty of the game against the Rams for 25 yards. Saugatuck has yet to be penalized officially. We had a unsports, uh, we had personal foul calls on both teams in the first half that negated each other. So Saugatuck is yet to be have committed a penalty tonight. So move the ball back to the Galesburg 26-yard line. Instead of third and one, it's third and six. One wide out to the left, wing back to the right. Pro set behind quarterback Adam Hubbard. Hubbard hands it off to, I think, Martin. Caden Smeltzer actually was the ball carrier, and he was only able to get the ball back to the line of scrimmage. So fourth down, and again, Owen Pfeiffer is on the bench, is on the sidelines, and Adam Hubbard will jog out. 4.37 to go in the third quarter, clock running. took with a 35-0 lead here at Galesburg-Augusta. Spoiling the first game at... The brand-new facility here, home of the Rams Stadium. On fourth down, rolling out to the right is Hubbard. Hubbard keeps it past the 30, past the 35. He will convert on fourth down. Gets it to the 39-yard line before he is thrown back. They'll mark it at the 40. So two for four on two for five on fourth downs now. For Galesburg Augusta, they'll get the ball to the Galesburg 40-yard line. Good run by Hubbard. Rams trying to get on the scoreboard. 
They've been hammered the last two nights, last two games by the two leaders in this division on the road, falling by 28. Pardon me, falling by 32 at Schoolcraft and falling by 47. Whistle blows, and Galesburg Augusta will call its first time out of the half and of the game. With 3.32 to go in the third and down 35 to nothing to visiting Saugatuck. Uh, let me see. What do we have here? Um, I mentioned that game against Coloma a couple of weeks ago when Saugatuck put a 60 on the Comets. And that now puts that game was put into a sixty point plus club. Twelve fifteen. Seventeen times Saugatuck has scored sixty or more in a game. Of course the uh, high water one was the seventy six to nothing win at Martin on October the second. Now tonight we're here at Galesburg Augusta new facility. Home of the Rams Stadium, New Maskell Field. Uh, Schoolcraft's getting their facility renovated as uh, the um, Eagles having to play their games over at Vicksburg right now. First and ten after the timeout. Busted play for the Rams. And trying to make chicken salad out of it is quarterback... Adam Hubbard. He tried to hand off to his right. Nobody was there, so he kept it and gains about three yards to the Galesburg 43-yard line. Two decent drives in the first half for the Rams, and this one looking good right now. This will be the sixth play of the effort. One wide out to the right. Slot man to the left. That's been the regular formation for the Rams here tonight. Handoff goes to Caden Smeltzer. Tried to run left. Nothing there. Cut back to his right and was able to get back to the line of scrimmage. Landon Miller with the hit. No gain on the play. Third down and seven from the 43-yard line. Two and a half to go here in the third. Sargatuck with a 35-0 lead. Brad Moore, 10-yard touchdown run. Matt Hardering, TD runs of 32 and 14 yards. Will Doucette, a 75-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. And Cass Stanberry, a 40-yard touchdown run. One wide out way to the left. Man in motion at Smeltzer to the left. And the pitch goes to Martin. Trying to get around a defender. Uh-uh! Thrown down for a major loss. Justin Martin, here in the play. fourth down. Justin Martin gets thrown back. He'll be credited for at least the spot of the initial hit. That will be back at the 37-yard line, a loss of six. Castanberry with the hit for Saugatuck. And so now Owen Pfeiffer will come in for the punt, and Matt Harderink will drop back to receive the punt. He'll stand around his 40. 26 and a half yards on the two punts. For Owen Pfeiffer so far, the junior. And officials reset the play clock. 
Fumbled snap, but Saugatuck really didn't put a lot of pressure. And then they do block it. It's recovered at the 20. It's carried out of bounds. It was blocked. And Saugatuck will get it first and 10, at first and goal at the Galesburg 7. A fumble step by Pfeiffer. And Saugatuck will try to add to their lead, 35-0, with a running clock. Matt Harderink sets down the offense. Ball in the right hash, first and goal. They'll mark it on the eight. Harderink. Hands it to the running back towards the goal to the one, and that's going to be it for the third quarter. Second and goal from the one when we get back for the fourth quarter next on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. I'm Kevin Whiteford, and I'm here on behalf of the entire team at Whiteford Wealth Management, Inc. We have the privilege of serving clients in nearly half the country from our beloved location in southwest Michigan. With Whiteford Wealth, you will get simple, candid advice based upon a wealth of experience in the tax, legal, and investment industries. Our clients trust us with their life savings, and we earn that trust by only recommending financial products that we ourselves utilize. So whether your business is big or small, we can help them all. Contact Whiteford Wealth Management, Inc. at whitefordwealth.com or 269-637-4400. Hi, I'm Maggie from Ladyhawk Nutrition in Douglas. With options that are tailored to your health and wellness goals, we offer several helpful services, which include a personalized supplement evaluation, a full 90-minute health assessment, and much more. Stop in today for a free five-minute mini consultation to get some of your most pressing health questions answered. We're near the traffic light in Douglas at 237 Center Street, Suite C. Or check out our website at ladyhawknutrition.com. night in West Michigan. Well, um, we don't have any lightning bolts around here. Well, actually, we've had lightning bolts. Saugatuck's got it. First and goal at the one to begin the fourth quarter, trying to up their lead. And Mr. Landon Miller obliges. His, he goes, goes into the scoring parade, a one-yard touchdown run. And Saugatuck on the first play of the third, fourth quarter extends its lead to 41-0 with conversion coming. Just took three seconds off of the clock. Then uh, one of the uh, Rams got took a knock on the, on the TD run by Miller. For Cameron, that's um, probably, uh, Cameron, I'm sorry. Uh, for um, Landon Miller. His third touchdown run of the season. Two plays, eight yards, and it took 45 seconds. So Saugatuck has taken 13, and nine is 22. They've taken, they've scored three touchdowns on a kickoff and three plays from scrimmage. Three touchdowns here in the second half. In a time of one minute and seven seconds. That's all it's taken them. <laughs> Plain and simple. 
The lead is 41-0. Conversion attempt coming up from Cameron Lewis. Snaps down. Kick is up. And the kick is good. So Lewis converts the PAT. And Sargatuck's lead is up now to 42 to nothing with 11.57 to go here in the fourth in the fourth quarter. All right. I'm just having to do a little uh, social media work here. Glad you are with us for Saugatuck High football. Very nice facility here. Home of the Ram Stadium. That's what Galesburg Augusta people are calling it. But they're keeping the masculine field moniker that they had at the old facility, which was the elementary school a little further south of here. Uh, naming for their longtime coach who was, uh, you guided them to their glory years in the 1960s. And as we mentioned a little bit earlier, a bond issue that failed the first time by a slim margin was passed a second time, and that enabled the district to build a new football stadium here on campus. Now, granted, it's not as big as what you know West Ottawa did, but still very nice. So Cameron Lewis ready to kick off. Saugatuck and their whites moving left to right or north to south here in the fourth quarter in the steady rain. Adam Hubbard picks it up at the 12, 20, 25, 30. Good return past the 30 to about the 34-yard line. So with a running clock, Galesburg Augusta will set up shop first and 10 at their own 33-yard line, trying to get on the scoreboard down 42-0. And, uh, again, Saugatucks with its offense. They had the two tough games, a 21-6 win at Brandywine and a 15-14 win at Union City, but they've had the offense going pretty good. And tonight they continue. Ball in the right hash, first and 10 for the Rams. Moving right to left. Run up the right guard to about the 41-yard line. Justin Martin. The young man that we've been talking about, number was not on the score sheet, uh, but we got him now. So Justin gets the ball to the 41s, a gain of eight, second down and two from there. Well, second down, they marked the ball. They, they started the series at the 35, so it's a six-yard gain, second down and four for the Rams. Clad in their burgundy and gold home jerseys. On second down, rolling out to the left is Hubbard. Hubbard under some pressure, gets around two Saugatuck tacklers, keeps the ball to the 40, left side 45, goes out of bounds. He'll get a first down. Two Saugatuck defenders, um, Boss and, um, no, I, I take that back. It was Lankeet Rathbun and Doucette had the quarterback dead to rights about the 30. He slipped and eluded them and he was able to get the first down getting into the Galesburg 48 40, uh, yeah, 48-yard line. You know, seven and a first down. Second first down of the half for Galesburg Augusta and the sixth of the game. On first down, Martin, second effort, gets the ball into Saugatuck territory. Off of right guard, Martin moves 
moves the ball to about the 46-yard line. Got some players that are tangled up, needing to be untangled. Bottom of the pile getting up a little gingerly is junior George Hunter. Not putting any pressure on that uh, left leg. He's going to try to gut it out. But uh, he'll be subbed out. Shri Patel comes back in. So the ball's on Sagatuck's 47-yard line. Second down and five. Galesburg Augusta's deepest penetration in the Sagatuck 35. On second down... We're running back. Uh, uh, running back Caden Smeltzer tried to run it around right end, couldn't do so. Gets dropped back for a two-yard loss to the Saugatuck 49. There will be fireworks afterwards, so we'll <laughs> we'll try to get our broadcast ended as fast as we can. Third down and. Third down and seven from the 49-yard line. Handoff goes to the running back, Levi Bourne. Hit behind the line of scrimmage. Down he goes. Noah Lang, Keaton Rathman, the senior, with the tackle for a loss. Loss of two to the Galesburg 49-yard line. And all the market back at the 50, so it's a loss of one. So it might not be a it might be a sour game on the field, but Galesburg Augusta has been hankering for a new facility, and they're going to play it up to the hilt. On fourth down, quarterback Hubbard around left end, a little bit of a almost a late hit. Luke Matson ushers Hubbard out of bounds. He stopped. At the 45, it's a gain of five, but it's still a hold on downs. And with 7.40 to go, clock running, Saugatuck will have it first and 10 on their own 45-yard line. And that's the worst starting position for Saugatuck tonight to start an offensive series. With the running clock and a 42-0 lead. Ball be on the right ash. Sagatuck ready to go 7-0 and to drop Galesburg Augusta to 1-6. On first down, handoff to Brad Moore around left end. Past the 45, past the 40, past the 35, past the 30 in Galesburg Augusta territory. And Brad Moore with a nice run gets it to the 29-yard line. 36 yards on the run for Brad Moore. And that's his longest run of the season. He already had a 10-yard touchdown run. T formation, ball on the left hash, first and 10 for Saugatuck at the 29 of Galesburg Augusta. Up the middle run. Cachetting tacklers and getting the ball inside the... 15. First and 10 for Saugatuck, as it was Brandon Miller who was carrying the mail that time. 
gain of a 14 and a first down at the Galesburg 15. This is Saugatuck's sixth play from scrimmage here in the second half. T formation. Up the middle run. Mason Leslie, I think. Yes, the freshman Mason Leslie. They have high hopes for him. As he'll get a few yards. Gain of two to the 13, second down and eight. And one of the Rams coming up a little gimpy and he'll be needed to tend to by the Medicos here at Galesburg. All right. We, of course, have Hope College football tomorrow. Flying Dutchman, um, after that opening night, the game loss, uh, doing well. And they'll have a tough challenge after last week's win at Adrian as the Albion Britons come in to Ray and Sue Smith Stadium tomorrow night, tomorrow afternoon for Hope College football. Join Mike Coleman and Greg Chandler for all of the action beginning at 1230. Hope College football on your home for the Flying Dutchman, the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van and 92.7 The Van.com. And, hey, take us with you. Download the 92.7 The Van app for your smartphone from Google Play or the Apple App Store for free with no in-app purchases. And you'll be able to follow the Flying Dutchman, the Saugatuck Trailblazers, and, of course, all that great music. Ren Allen, Lakeshore's Wake Up Call. And much, much more. Second and eight from the 13. Handoff left side into the end zone. Touchdown! Brad Moore's second touchdown run of the game. This time from 13 yards. And Saugatuck extends its lead with 5.03 to go. To 48 to nothing with conversion coming. A four-play, 55-yard drive. And it took 2.37 off the clock, unofficially. After having problems with the snap, Norman Boss has, done a, you know, has been able to get good snaps since then. He's the holder. And Cameron Lewis, his extra point, it just got over the crossbar. Was a, was a little bit of a short kick, but uh, hey, it still counts. And Saugatuck's leads now at 49 to nothing with 5.03 to go in the fourth quarter. Need to mention this. I know it's not into Saugatuck Athletics or the Hope, but for those of us who do remember seeing him play, um, and for those of you who are Chicago Bear fans and along the Lakeshore, we lost a Titan of football yesterday with the passing of Dick Butkus, um, embodiment of Monster of the Midway. Um, one of the last links with the classic Bears of George Hallis and the current Bears. Uh, played nine years, from 1965 through 1973. Never, Bears never, won a, never got into the playoffs during his time. The closest they got was a um, closest they got was 19, was in 1968 
when they challenged the Vikings into the final week of the regular season. And, of course, that was the year they lost Gale Sayers. But I remember Dick Butkus, 1971, a game at Tiger Stadium when he was waving frantically to Detroit medical officials in the fourth quarter. Get out here fast as you can. He was the first to notice a distressed Chuck Hughes who lost his life that day. All right, here we go. Uh, penalty on the kickoff, 15 yards against Galesburg Augusta, so that allows Lewis to basically drill it into the end zone for the touchback. So with 5.03 to go in the fourth quarter, Galesburg Augusta will have it first and 10 at their own 20, a running clock and down 49 to nothing. And we will get a quarterback change. Landon Bouchard will take over the quarterbacking duties for Galesburg Augusta. He is a junior. So we'll see what Mr. Bouchard can do. Try to generate some offense. Um, you know, Adam Hubbard did okay. Um, he had you know, he, he had some good runs. One wide out to the left. Bouchard hands it to the running back, Levi Bourne. Was able to get back to the line of scrimmage and not much more after that. Second down and nine. <laughs> well, it's Patrick. <laughs> okay. We never. You know, sometimes we get confounded in the in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Fumble on the sandoff, and Sagatuk's going to recover with 3:45 to go on this one. So, with 3:44 to go in regulation. Doesn't matter who's the quarterback now for Galesburg Augusta. Sagatuck has the ball first and 10 on the Galesburg 20. With 3.32 to go. You know, and then, well, anyway. We'll see if uh, Bill Dunn will call off the dogs or we'll continue to have Matt Harderink at quarterback to wrap up this game. Sagatuck a little late getting to the line of scrimmage. They're going to do it with a victory formation. And whether or not they got the playoff in time remains to be seen. Cass Stanberry will be taking the snaps. And with a running clock, Sagatuck will try to take as much time as they can, making it 49 to nothing. And trying to finish this game off in style. Getting the victory formation for Sagatuck. Cass Stanberry will get the snap and take the knee. Stanberry down to the ball. Now, the thing is, though, Sagatuck cannot kill the 
Well, they, well, to be honest with you, it doesn't really matter too much now about the fact of uh, trying to keep the shutout. Just waiting out the clock right now. Get the last minute 43 off of it and uh, get the fireworks going here. We've had a steady rain throughout the game. A little bit heavier earlier on, but it's been steady since. Another knee. And there will be a time about 40 seconds or so that um, Galesburg Augusta will have the ball. But it's been a very convincing Sargatuck win tonight. Two touchdown runs for Matt Hartering. Two touchdown runs for Brad Moore. Will Doucette took the second half kick off 75 yards for a score. Brandon Mil Landon Miller, I should say, and Cass Stanberry have also run for touchdowns in the game. Sagatuck's last offensive play. They'll take the knee with 40 seconds to go. So Galesburg Augusta will have the ball for one play. But can they get the play off once the play clock starts? The clock is running, and I don't think Galesburg Augusta is going to try to run a play. They'll try to run maybe one play. Galesburg Augusta trying to get one more player onto the field. Can they get the play off? No. This one ends with a whimper. But Saugatuck will take the victory. Thank you very much. The Saugatuck Trailblazers have defeated the Galesburg Augusta Rams by a final score of 49 to nothing. We'll recap the game for you. We'll have more from here at Maskell Field in a moment on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van and 92.7 TheVan.com. Visitors Bureau reminds you, as the leaves begin to change, there's still so much to see and do in the Holland area. Time to get out and enjoy, where little moments become lasting memories, where the spirit of adventure collides with an inviting mix of history and hospitality, a place where we explore, shop, eat, drink, play, and relax, a place where a culture of craft inspires our breweries, restaurants, and people, a place with small-town charm and big-city amenities, a place made for you. Stroll our downtown heated streets and cobblestone sidewalks, where over a hundred specialty shops, breweries, and restaurants invite you to shop, dine, and enjoy our charming downtown. No matter the season, Holland provides the perfect landscape for your adventure. Take a driving or biking fall color tour along the lakeshore, discover treasures at locally antique stores along the way, or visit an orchard and pick a bushel of sweet and crisp apples. Holland's fall events include Fall Fest October 6th and 7th with loads of activities for the whole family. You'll find more details at holland.org. That's holland.org. Life has ups and downs and is full of surprises. Some life events are significant enough to affect your household finances, your investment strategy, and even your vision of the future. Therefore, your retirement plan should be flexible. After any major developments in your life, your plan should be reviewed. Consider making adjustments to your priorities and goals. 
Life is always changing, which makes looking at your finances frequently all that more important. Can you say your life is the same as it was a decade ago? This is why meeting with an experienced financial professional counts the most. Carrie Cooley, Jack Godfrey, and myself, Brent Kerwecker at Cooley Godfrey Investment Group in downtown Zealand can help you determine if it is in your best interest to make any changes to your financial plan. Call us today at 616-931-1223. Securities and financial planning offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Benware and Hardware is the place for everything you need as we head into cooler weather. Open weekdays, 8 a.m. until 6 p.m., Saturdays, 8 a.m. until 5. Bring in your broken or ripped screens, get your snowblower tuned up, and grab rakes, leaf bags, and other yard and garden tools you'll be needing. If you're putting down fertilizer for next year, they'll even let you use a spreader at no charge. Need plumbing supplies, or maybe you have a DIY project you want to tackle? Vanware and Hardware has a big selection of everything you need for your next job, inside or out. Are you doing some late-season landscaping? Van Warens has all the supplies you need, including Surelock Lawn Edging, made right here in Holland. Doing some early Christmas shopping? Well, now's the time to check out Van Warens' giftware department. Truly one of the best you'll find anywhere. While I go running all over town, head to Van Warren Hardware for batteries, small appliances, and closet organizers. Family-owned for decades and open weekdays, 8 a.m. until 6 p.m., Saturday, 8 a.m. until 5 for everything you need for your home and yard, it's Van Wearing Hardware on Ottawa Beach Road on the way to the State Park in Holland. As the fireworks show is underway here at home of the Rams Stadium, New Maskell Field, the soccer took trailblazers had the fireworks on the field as they defeated the Host Galesburg Augusta Rams by a final score of 49 to nothing. Our scorers for tonight, Brad Moore with two touchdown runs, a 10-yard run with 2.16 to go in the first quarter, and a 13-yard run with 5.03 to go in the game. Matt Hartering ran for two touchdowns, a 32-yarder with 9.07 to go in the first half, and a 14-yard run with 4.23 to go in the, sec- in the second quarter. Will Doucette took the second half kickoff, 75 yards for a touchdown. And Nick Stanberry, a 40-yard touchdown run with 7.36 to go in the third quarter. And Landon Miller, a one-yard touchdown plunge on the first play of the fourth quarter. Uh, Galesburg Augusta was shut out. Their deepest penetration was the Saugatuck 36-yard line on their opening series but could not go any further than that. The victory gives Saugatuck seven wins on the season and no losses, and 2-0 and in the Sac Valley. The Galesburg-Augusta Rams fall to 1-6 on the season and 0-3 in the Sac Valley. So while the Rams travel to Comstock for a non-league game against the Colts next Friday night, the Saugatuck Trailblazers will welcome the Lawton Blue Devils to Jarvis Memorial Field on next Friday night, and Jim McKinney will bring you all the action beginning at 6.40 p.m. right here on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Tomorrow, it's Hope College Footballs, the Flying Dutchman, our home to the Albion Britons. Coverage begins at 12.30 p.m. with Mike Coleman and Greg Chandler on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. 
and 92.7thevan.com. Cannot do a game without a lot of help from a lot of fine people. Thanks to Athletic Director Mike Wordert, Head Coach Chuck Hadley, and the Galesburg Augusta Rams for their help and hospitality. Thanks to Head Coach Bill Dunn, Athletic Director Anthony Gretsch, and the Saugatuck Trailblazers for their help. Thanks to Brent Allen taking care of things back in the studio. Thanks to our fine sponsors, and most importantly, thanks to all of you. We hope you enjoyed the broadcast. If you're a Saugatuck fan, you certainly enjoyed how the game went along. So for Brent Allen, I'm Gary Stevens saying so long from the fireworks being shot off here at home of the Ram Stadium, New Mexico Field in Galesburg as the Saugatuck Trailblazers defeat the Galesburg Augusta Rams by a final score of 49 to nothing. Good night, everybody. This has been a presentation of Saugatuck Trailblazers High School Football on 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. Brought to you by the Saugatuck Athletic Boosters, OK Tire Stores, Sales Heating and Cooling, and Central Park Law. And also by Glenda's Lakewood Flowers, Van Weir and Hardware, and Russ's Restaurants. Be sure to visit 92.7thevan.com for a schedule of our next broadcast of Saugatuck Trailblazers High School Football on the Lake Shores 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com.